got my ass kicked in Street Fighter. So, how bad was it this time? It was pretty bad. It was pretty bad. Did I you... won. I won my one match against somebody that was actually ranked near me, which was nice, and it was also very intense. Is that a first for you, or do you usually win a match? No, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw AJ under the bus a bit. In the first week that we played this, AJ and I got matched up with each other, and I beat him, and he was very angry. But I think I think that was my best week because I went on to win another one. So you want how many do you have to win to to win? Oh my God! There, there's a decent amount of people involved in that every week. It's almost twenty every time. And this which, is the uh, this is the giant bomb. Yeah. Street Fighter tournament. Yep. Huh. How long yeah. does it take you? Like from well, the time you turn on your PlayStation, to the time you are done. How long well, it only it take? only took me half an hour. It usually doesn't take very long because I don't last very long. Well, like the the winner. How long would it take from the beginning to the end? Do you think? Uh, a couple hours. That long. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, they go on for a while. I, I I occasionally will check in and see who's doing what, and it's it's two or three hours later. How's it? Is it is it just on Twitch or how's that work? Some of them stream it. Yeah, oh, that sounds usually ex- the same people. Sounds exhilarating. It's cool. It was it was tough. Blanca came out, but I did not buy him yet. But uh, I, I thought, saw some. What? Wait, is he not like in like a season pass? Yeah. Then why do you have to buy him? Well, there no wait. There is no season pass. I didn't buy. I didn't get this uh, third season actually. Oh, you have to buy. Okay. Yeah. Is he I, the I, first in the third season? He's the second. Sakura was the first. Okay, so you have to buy the season. Yeah, you can buy them individually though too. What are you gonna do? I'll probably buy him. It okay. was it was cool seeing somebody use him. He he looks kind of fun. So you're not gonna buy the season? I've been stingy this time. Oh boy. Yeah, I've been I've been a little stingy because I don't really want soccer. I'll never use her, and uh, I have some fight money built up that I can buy at least two right now. So if two I bought, yeah. Oh, that's a, you have a lot of fight money. Yeah. So if I bought those two and then bought the other, if I bought two in general and then bought the others with actual money, I'd spend less than the season the uh, season price. So are you doing the math? Have you I done, am. Have you done the math to figure? I out have. How to, how to obtain these characters paying the least amount? I have. I mean, I play enough anyway that I build up fight money. Like I do every extra battle every week. It sounds I, like you actually get a decent amount from those from week to it, week. It depends. So they do this. They do the the one event that they do is like a really difficult AI character that isn't in the game. It's it's a Shadowloo soldier, which is like M Bison's. I remember people Army. being upset about that. How hard they're it was ha- the first time. They're hard. Yeah, they're they're usually pretty hard. And uh I've beaten a couple of them oh, and how it you. works how it works is you get to fight them three times. You have to pay fight money every time, but every time you beat them, you get like a crazy amount of experience for whatever character you're using. And because you get that much experience, you level up that character and then you get fight money. You don't get anything else in return though, just the experience. Just experience, but technically fight that money from the experience. Too. Technically, yeah. that translates to fight money. So I, I this week I was able to beat it two times out of three, which was awesome because I got a lot of money from that. Have you gotten Beautiful Joe yet? Is yeah, that, that was over. That's done. Yeah, is there yeah. like a new skin Curren- they do now? Currently, currently it's a Chun Li skin, and it doesn't really look like anything. And then next week, or 
this week when the episode is airing, it'll be the first Monster Hunter crossover costume. Oh, I don't think I did. I they know look that? sweet. They look sweet. Yeah, they look really cool. Huh? For what characters? Yeah. Uh, Armika. I can't remember the other two. There's three of them. They're not a real Armika. Fan. Yeah, I I can't remember what the other ones are. Nash might be one of them, and like I'm not Nash. sure. I haven't yeah. played Street Fighter in forever. We should play Street Fighter because it's awesome. Mm, Dragon Ball is out. Yeah. Which is a better game. No. Empirically. But, but we uh, don't need to really argue about that anymore. No. And uh, I think we can get into this being the 2v1 podcast. I'm Nick. This week it's just Josh and I. And uh, Don't expect too much from either of us. It's been a while since we did just a two-person episode. We, and we used to do a couple from time to time. We did, just because of scheduling conflicts, but yeah. I've had a very weird week of gaming, of video yeah? games. Me I too. I didn't I play like much this week. like gaming sometimes. Me too. I, I actually, the whole gaming, gamer, whatever, all of that vernacular, I don't actually like. Like, just hearing it's, yourself say, like, I was gaming. I had yeah. gaming. I yeah. was. I, I, I am a gamer. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't like it either, even though I can't explain absolutely why. what we are. Me neither. It just rubs me the wrong way. Me too. I agree. Well, I'm, I'm glad <laughs> we were on the same page. I've had a weird yeah. week of video games, I should video say. Video game playing. Of, of video of playing the games on the video. Of, of interactive entertainment. Yes. Uh, <laughs> last weekend, I got hooked back on an Overwatch thing for some reason. I saw you playing I don't. That, I don't yeah. know why. I, I was on hiatus for a while, and... It's because we know. can't play Lawbreakers. I was actually going to try to play a match before this and see yeah. how it is on PlayStation. Yeah, it's probably better. I don't want to talk about Lawbreakers. How's no. Overwatch? I, it's it's still Overwatch. I don't. I that's just weird. I was playing it again. Yeah, and then I was. Playing... You played Paladins too. Yeah, but I haven't played that in a while. Yeah, not nothing there. I, I nothing I think to the, talk about there. I think the the. Uh... What the battle royale mode is out soon? I I've been meaning to look into where that is because the battle royale mode for Paladins called Paladins Battlegrounds, yes, or is it just battle royale? Did they? It's, I it's can't, one of the two. It, it's I can't one remember. of the most basic naming conventions they could have come up with. I think it's fine. Battlegrounds. It's either that or but, battle royale. It, mo- it doesn't matter though. Yeah, but that that is in beta somewhere. It might be PC. So listener, if you want to play the Paladins Overwatch, wait. So holy shit, I never even thought about how funny Paladins Battle Royale mode is. It's a clone of a clone. <laughs> it's, it's Paladins it's a clone. is a clone, a, and now they have a mode that's a clone. So it's a yeah. It's a clone within a clone. Yeah. So that means they cancel each other out and it's an actual like So now it's game. its own game. Yeah. <laughs> That's how that works, right? It's not like it's like a double negative. Yeah. Uh yeah, so I was playing Overwatch and then I was playing Bayonetta on the Switch. Yes. That's, that's exciting. That's, that's a new thing. That's kinda weird too, right? Is that weird? That's kinda weird. Bayonetta that it's on, on the Switch? Switch? No, yeah, like the first Bayonetta. I don't two know. was on Wii U. And only on Wii U. Two was a Wii U exclusive. Yeah, I'm I'm very excited to play that. Yeah. That whenever I do. Why you just have no interest in playing those again, revisiting them? Well, I just played two like a year ago. Oh, is that recent? Yeah, yeah. And and that was actually a an episode of just me and you talking about that last How do time you I played it. This stuff um, because I'm the one who does everything for this show. <laughs> yeah, but that's whatever. That's, <laughs> that's how I re- that's how I remember it. But 
tell me about Bayonetta on the Switch. It's the it's both Bayonetta one and two. Yeah, correct? one's the digital code, and two is on the thing. The that's cartridge. weird. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't know why that's like that. I think the Japan it doesn't version matter. is both cart. Well, it does because of how small the the storage space is on the Switch, right? How close are you to being? even worried about your storage on your switch i actually I know you can't be i looked for the first time the other day yeah and, my and, storage space and what how much do you have on it oh not much exactly a little bit yeah yeah but that's not to say it couldn't fill up for some people maybe it's a factor i guess yeah and depends on the game you're playing too like those games that take up the entire storage on it oh those like two games one of which is a sports game that you shouldn't really be playing on your switch anyway that i'm sure nobody is playing on their switch fair point and <laughs> isn't payday like payday just came out on the switch payday 2. it did yeah payday 2 just came out i i read that it was uh like one of the really old versions of yeah payday it's like 2. it's almost a year behind where the that's pc is right now that's pretty funny can you tell me about bayonetta though <laughs> what <laughs> A little off, uh, off topic yeah. there, I guess. Uh, the, I, from what I remember, I played that back on... The, when did that come out? Like, four years? Oh, man, 2009 or something? I have to ask. What is it that you just took a sip of? What is that? Oh, one of these uh, shitty seltzers. Oh, you're still drinking those things. Yeah, beer has too much sugar in it, and I get fat. Okay. So... Uh, Bayonetta, yeah, when did that come out? When were you saying? Like... I'm guessing, like, 2009. Ah, oh, that's a long time ago. We were we were working at GameStop because I remember I only played it because we could rent it. I didn't buy it. I played the so, shit out of that on 360. Like I it might have been it might have been before 2009. It might have been like eight or seven. I'm not sure. I couldn't even tell you the year we worked at GameStop, so that doesn't help me at all. 2006 through 2010, I think. Sh- sure, you could have told me any set number of years. I think that's I, cr- I, I think okay. that's accurate. From what I remember, the game is no different at all. Yeah. Uh, except they have those weird costumes, which I haven't tried out yet. Like, yeah, I wanted to see those so like, or play with those. That's the only reason I might buy it. There's Link, Samus, Samus, Peach. Peach? Peach, and then there's a fourth, and I can't think of who, and it's mm. bothering me. What's another iconic Nintendo female? Well, think, no, oh. Oh wait, wait Link it doesn't matter a if it's a female. Yeah, I was like, wait, yeah. man, is that really how that works? Is it Mario? Is it is it No, no, Peach Peach would be the Mario character. Is it Waluigi? Oh. No. So Is it Donkey Kong? Is there anyone from Donkey Kong? Kitty Kong. Uh there's a Trixie Kong. No, Trixie? it's it's not it's not that though. Was there anyone from Star Fox? Mm, Slippy, Star Fox, Falco? No. It doesn't matter. But there's a fourth one that's in Andros. I don't I don't know any of these names. Uh <laughs> But each each of those skins have like a cool unique ability to them. Like, yeah. Like Link obviously has the master sword which lets you like deflect and do damage. Samus, you can actually shoot her. Is it a, called a particle cannon? Particle gun? What's her Hers gun called? Is, it's just beam beam cannon? Is that it? Beam cannon? I Charge know there's a beam? name. Charge beam is Why one don't of you the know moves. this? I I think it's just beam cannon. Okay, beam cannon. Yeah. Pe- I forget what Peach does and I obviously don't remember the other one. But Peach I Peach probably throws out a radish or something potentially i'm uh you asked me the other day if, if they're gonna show up in cutscenes like that yeah I, yeah I, did I you confirm this i know but i doubt it I'll, oh because you're not using one no because i want to play actual bayonetta and just like oh use bayonetta. come on you already hey, played the it original does, it's one so i just want to go through playing as bayonetta 
but once I'm done, I'll go back and like replay chapters and see how those are. Yeah. So don't give me so any perform, shit. It performs well. Yeah, and it looks it looks like a 360 game, which is whatever. I don't care. But it still yeah. it still feels fine, which is the most important thing when playing yeah. a game like this. Yeah. Uh, I I just love, and I think everyone just needs to see Bayonetta straddling an angel's face while shooting the heads off other angels that are attacking her. Yeah. It's very provocative. It it cracks me up. Yeah. Like just yeah. I don't They know. go they go all in on her being a sex icon and she loves it too. Like they they make her as a character relish in being very sexual. Is uh is two even more so or Yes. Is it? Oh good. I yes. Can't, I can't, I can't wait. I think there's a scene I'm where so she sick. basically strips well, she she kind of strips every time she uses her hair ability. No, yeah, I know, but I, I think I can't remember. Think think, this think is, about this is that. Probably sentence. why I should play them again. That that what that she, she strips, strips or uses every her time hair. she uses her hair ability. Oh, I know, it's so funny. Yeah, that anybody that hasn't played Bayonetta and might be turned away by like how ridiculous it is is that's exactly why you should play it, it because like, it's fucking crazy. I'm a little surprised and confused how no one really comes out and bitches about that and i'm plenty glad of, like plenty of people have do they yeah but i feel like when something Especially like this happens came out like it, 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 it almost makes like video game news to next yeah yeah which i don't think see very i don't see about bayonetta you would think bayonetta would be a lightning rod for stupid people that want to get upset about everything and make clickbait title articles like yeah. yeah you're right i agree that already happened that happened with two okay i guess i just so, wasn't i wasn't paying attention to the wii u at that time so i wouldn't yeah. really have seen that but even now yeah. like coming out on the switch with how big the switch is i know like how are people like this is a kid system why is there a lady using her even hair though, and getting naked and even crushing though doom angels? is on it yeah i guess <laughs> doom's on it yeah, it's the Switch is but, an adult But for some console. reason, when it comes to, like, the whole sex stuff, people get more crazed up than violence. Yeah. And it's just, it's ridiculous. It is ridiculous, I agree. But I also don't want to underplay how sexualized this game it is. It is absolutely <laughs> over-the-top and very uncomfortable sometimes. I, I really enjoy it, though. I oh, think, it's I great. I think it's hysterical. Yeah, it it's great. Uh, I obviously wish it looked better, but I understand it's a 360 game, and they didn't, really, they didn't really do much to make it look any better. That's interesting that you notice that. Because I I figured it would just be like fine, you know? it, Oh, it it is. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. But that's all. It is. It's just I didn't even I didn't even notice in two like even playing on the Wii U. I told you guys like we were talking about that. I there were like frame rate issues sometimes on the Wii U for for Bayonetta two, but that's to be expected because there's a whole lot of shit going on in those games. But otherwise, I thought it looked pretty good. Like, it was, like, really clean. I, the, envi- the environments never look good. I but... haven't really even seen much of Bayonetta 2. Because I remember at the time of that coming out, like, how, how much I loved the first Bayonetta. I remember Bayonetta yeah. 2 coming out and being like, I'm really fucking mad this is only on the Wii U. Yeah. But I have a sliver of hope that one day I will be able to play Bayonetta 2. So I'm going, to, I'm going to avoid at all costs anything about this game. The day has come. Lo and behold. Yeah, two is really cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. And you know, yeah. three is coming out apparently this year, and four has already been confirmed more or less, which is yeah, that's really so funny. funny. Uh, yeah, I don't know, and I know it's not like the focus of Bayonetta. Like the, I, I'd say the action and the combat's the focus of that game. 
like which yeah. one it is. But I I, I enjoy the story. Like I enjoy the characters. Like I like Bayonetta as a character, and I like her little kid that follows her around. She's adorable. I I remember so little about the first game. That's why I've been meaning to play it forever. You know, but, you can just get the first game, right? Yeah. I, well, I've been I've been planning. Okay, so going all the way back to when I played two and we talked about it, I bought one. I bought the 360 one. I have it on 360. I just, yeah, I just okay. never got around to playing it. And then and then it came out on PC, and I was like, well, I'll just buy the PC version. Didn't do that. Didn't get around to playing that. I'm probably still gonna do that. I don't need to get it on the Switch, but. Yeah, Wait, I I need to replay the first one. Okay, but you did play the first one at one point. I did. Yeah, okay. I hated it. I, re- I hated. I remember it. you saying that. I was very down. Yeah, on because that I game. remember you hating it and then really enjoying two and not understanding yeah. where that came from. I don't. Me neither. It was because I was a shitty uh, piece of shit. Why are you using in, past tense? I don't know. Oh wow, nice. Yeah. Uh, I just remember when that game came out. I like when we were at GameStop and I was very opinionated about I want you're, certain you're using past tense again. <laughs> I want I want certain things out of my games. I am an asshole present tense and and said and like even back then I was like man I don't want to be this hot chick. Like I Wait, was you that were person. one of those people? I was. I I oh, thought that was Nicholas. lame. I thought the I Nicholas. thought the hyper sexualization was lame i thought it was lame that it was a devil may cry me too because i love devil may cry and at the time we only had devil may cry 4 which was not good and so i was like what the fuck why is this what we have we have bayonetta which is some lame chick who's naked all the time with guns on her high heels like I, I just wasn't Wait, into it. How were, how were you not into a chick with I don't guns know. on her high heels? I don't know. I don't know. I told you. I, I told you it was dumb. I don't have a good reason. I, I'd go as far as saying I almost like Bayonetta as much as I like Dante, if not more. She's a, a cooler character. Yeah. she's a cooler character. Dante's an idiot. I like Dante in DMC. I like the reimagining of him. He was, yeah, he was an idiot too. Yeah. I, he was basically the same character, but he wasn't as serious as he was in the, like the first four i feel like well you didn't play three did you i didn't play three yeah well okay you didn't play the best one where he wasn't serious i could that whole uh he wasn't serious in devil may cry one either two two was the one where he was like grim straight-faced maybe two was new metal two two was the worst one to also oh don't get me wrong he was new metal in dmc but they like embraced him being new metal and made it like a goofy sort of yeah oh definitely yeah dmc was off the wall, I I, re- I, crazy. I loved that game too. That uh, you you need to play three. Well, yeah, that trilogy, that redone trilogy, comes out this month. Yeah, no, you really month, need to pl- you really need to play that. Well, if I do, I'm probably just gonna try to play all three of again, the first three. But yeah, I might just wait until five gets announced and then kind of play them consecutively so I can see what happens. Is four? Did four lead up? I never played four either. I don't think. Or if I did, I forget everything about four. It. Four was so throwaway. I don't remember anything about okay. it. It was just whatever. So wait, was the Devil May Cry series not as good as everyone remembers? No, they're amazing. Okay, just the, the way you the were only, talking about three they're, and then four. They're they're then... amazing because one and three are fantastic. Oh, two and four. Yeah. Okay. Two and four are not good. Four is better than two. I mean, I'll say that. But yeah, three three is incredible. So hmm. I I will still hold that series up pretty high. I've wanted to replay three for a long time. Anyways. Bayonetta is a 
fantastic game, and I'm glad to be playing it on the Switch. Yeah. How about I? I would really like to see some more hack and slashes. Like, and, and we don't I'm, have I know, many anymore. I know that's what we talked about last time because I titled the episode "Hack and Slash." But and even and since yeah. then, none have come none. out. None. None. Yeah, it's none. So it's it's very well, weird. Well, wait, hold on. Since then, Platinum has released Pla- like oh, wait, two near. or three hack and slashes. It's just near, so happens only one of them were good. Like the Transformer games were hack and slashes. You're right, and the Ninja Turtles Ninja Turtle game, game was, was hack and slash. Yeah. So they have been coming out by Platinum, just not anything worth playing. I guess. Yeah, they're they're uh, which is really their first party stuff is the best. We uh we desperately need a new Ninja Gaiden, a good a new good Ninja Gaiden. What is Team Ninja doing? Uh, uh I can't remember. They're what are they doing? I don't remember. I feel like shit. T- uh, d- Me too. Talk, talk, do something. Well, while we're on Platinum, I just want to mention real quick that you can play their non hack and slash game Vanquish on Xbox One now. It it got added to the backwards compatible list. Vanquish is incredible. It's also on PC. Been meaning to replay that or just look at it on PC. But I wish that did, got like redone for current gen. You know, I'm sure it gets a little slight performance boost on Xbox One. I, just by nature. I just want to make sure you're not forgetting Neo Team Ninja, right? Duh. Okay. Fucking duh. Yeah. God, I should kill myself. Yep. Yeah. So. Yes, that's what I was forgetting. Okay. Holy shit. <laughs> so I'm assuming Neo 2 is probably what they are focusing on right oh, now. Oh, I hope so. Yeah. Yeah, I hope so. Because that came... They, they, had, they had enough to bring it to PC, so apparently it must have done well enough where they were like, let's do this port, and then I'm hoping they're working on a sequel now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think. I, I I don't think Bayonetta is a long game. No, they're not. I feel like I'm almost done, and I'm like seven hours in. Yeah, that sounds right. That sounds like a that sounds like a hack and slash. Yeah, because I guess you're you're time. meant to go back and play them on harder difficulties and. and yeah, whatnot. and I can't remember in the first Bayonetta if they have like all those challenge things like that are hidden away. Yeah, challenge like secrets. Elfheim, Elf, Elfheim rooms, challenge rooms. Yeah. Yeah, they, they are there's a bunch of those in two. Very difficult. Yeah, they were hard in all, in the second one also. I did I did a good bit of them, but I didn't do all of them. Yeah, I, I don't think I probably won't go back and do much else. Cause I want to dive right into two. Gameplay wise, in the first one, I can't remember. Do you equip things to her feet? Yes. So you equip a handheld and a feet held. Okay. Feet. Gun, okay. Feet guns. Feet held. Feet guns. Foothold. Feet holds. Uh, I couldn't like, I couldn't remember if that was a thing they changed for two because I loved that. There aren't many weapons in the first one there's a good there's a good variation in the second okay. one like right you can have like two loadouts you can switch between yeah like my yep. main loadout which i really never switch from is just a sword and shotguns on my feet and then my second loadout is like fire claws and ice skates ice yeah. skates ice skates i don't remember yeah they she wears ice skates and skates around and uses those that's really good i like that yeah <laughs> I don't, that, I don't that know game's awesome. Banana, she yeah, eats, it's, it's she eats lollipops. She she, she sucks on lollipops for health and, and witch power and stuff. Her hair becomes giant beasts that crush yeah. bosses whenever you're giant, done. A giant heel and a giant fist and, yeah, like, and like a, the button a prompt to, T-Rex thing. The button prompt to do that is climax mode. 
You're going into ju- climax. I was just gonna ask you how many times have you climaxed? <laughs> I would. I should have said yes. Uh, more more times than I can count, Nick. I, <laughs> I, I climax at least once a day. Playing <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. That that's that that word is exactly why it's so self-aware. I bought I bought the Bayonetta Climax edition from Japan. Yeah. I'm having it shipped to me because I yeah. because I wanted the Climax edition of Bayonetta. Yeah. And it's weird. So good. I bought the So okay, so I I pre-ordered right whenever it was announced. I pre-ordered it from like PlayAsia or something. Like yeah. the Japan version. And they canceled it on me like a month like a month later. I was not yeah. happy about it. Yeah, and it, it and it was it was sold out everywhere else. Couldn't get it. So I went to eBay, obviously, to see what they were selling for. And they were selling for more than I wanted to actually pay. But there were a lot of sellers from Japan selling the Climax Edition minus the cartridge. Oh. So I just bought one of those. That's cool. So it comes with everything except the cartridge of the game, which I already have. So you don't don't have to worry about getting rid of the game again. Yes, exactly. So, like, I just bought that. And I'm, I'm... Really hoping it comes in like and not like a weird colored like what is version that edition? It's it's a nothing thing. It's a little box that comes with a steel book and some tarot cards and an art book. Oh yeah, that's nothing. It's very. Why do you even want that? Because it says climax edition, Nick. That's (laughs) that's why I want. That's why I want it. Do you have to ask? Yeah, I do. I I had to. All right. I'm gonna pull the climax tarot card. Probably. uh, Oh, wonder what the wonder what are on those tarot cards. I know it's fun. I've never actually seen tarot cards physically in my life, I've, like real life. I've been practicing tarot reading over the past. Oh yeah, month. yeah, yeah. Ever since watching Peaky Blinders, it got me into tarot card reading because there, there, <laughs> really? there are gypsies in the tarot. No, 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 not really. Wait, well, Peaky, that makes sense. That makes sense. But I thought you meant, am I really doing tarot cards? Oh, no. no, of course okay. I didn't think you were actually getting into that. But yeah, there are like gypsies and tarot cards and Peaky Blinders because of yeah. when it takes place. Yeah. So that was part two of my weird week of video games. Okay. Part three is a little thing called Metal Gear Survive, which I'm sure you have heard of. Oh, my God. Uh, so, yeah, Metal Gear Survive is finally out, and we were really high on the beta. So, a little high. Yeah. And now that it's out, I don't know how I feel about the game. <laughs> I uh I keep I feel dirty back. playing I, it. I keep going back and forth. Yeah. Because it is getting critically panned, I think. Like have you have you heard a single outlet give it praise because I have not. I haven't really even heard anyone talk about it. The few yeah, exactly. So the the few that are talking about it, no one's really like I Yeah, this is great. I saw my first actual review of it today from Destructoid. And they gave it a five out of ten. Yes, I don't think it's that bad so far at it's all. It's not that bad. No, like, <laughs> yeah, it's it's not that bad, and but it is that bad. Like, it's it's <laughs> it's, it's the, like how do you talk I'm about so, this game? I don't know because I'm so torn about it because it really is like nothing. Like the the whole survival aspect of it is really intense. It's very difficult, and it forces you to play the single player. For a while, before you can actually really engage with the multiplayer, and I still feel like I can't really do that, even though we did last night. Like, the whole reason we got it was because of the multiplayer, the horde mode, wave-based survival stuff, 
and you have to wait you have to wade through this crazy bullshit single player for like three or four hours before you're even close to being somewhat prepared to do a multiplayer session and even then you're you're gonna be completely useless and i've played of geez i don't know six or so hours now and we're i'm still completely useless in multiplayer i feel i feel completely worthless like i can't do anything but the caveat to that is it's i want to play it kind of fun yeah like i want to play it i want to do things yeah why i don't know and why do i feel that this is this is what i feel like this is what giant bomb was talking about with this game too like this game makes no sense no one should be playing it like why do you want to play this game but you can't stop once you start at least i can't but apparently nobody's playing it though because when we were playing online last night we were getting matched with people that were like nowhere near our levels but that that wouldn't and it took a while that doesn't matter though because you're just you're just picking a difficulty to play on yeah so you could be any level going into that difficulty if that's what you i know it just seems it just seemed like it took a while to match make yeah but that could be signals to me yeah like sure yeah i'm i'm not overly concerned about that yet yeah, it is only forty dollars. It's not a full price game. It's it's it has plenty of microtransactions, but I don't think they're gross. Like I saw, I saw an article on maybe Rock Paper Shotgun that was like, "This is disgusting," and it's like, no, this is like any other online server based game. Like if, it's not really that gross. If, like if it, anything, it's I don't I think it's not even as bad as other microtransactions. Yeah, it doesn't really it doesn't hinder anybody and if you want to pay for it like yeah, it's preying on people that are spending money willy-nilly, but that's every video game in the last 4 years that has microtransactions. That it's it not, doesn't it doesn't throw it in your face at all. Like I've played No, it doesn't. I've played a little bit more than you can buy stuff yet. Oh, it happens that's, later on. That's one of the things. I don't. I don't know. It, you don't have to get to a certain point. I'm saying I don't know that the online store is open yet. Oh, because I, I yeah. was gonna say I've I've played you know a little more than you, maybe like eight or so hours, and I wouldn't even have known microtransactions were in this game unless I've heard yeah. it from outside sources because it it just the only, doesn't say it anywhere. The only place I saw it was when you go to like pick a gesture, and they cost SV coins, that's which right. those are the the currency. Yeah. Yeah, but again, it's just yeah. a gesture. gesture. But so I guess let's set this game up because the last time we talked about it was just the beta and we were sort of like, yeah, the wormhole opens and everybody gets sucked into it. The The premise of this game is wacky. Like, well, it's a, it it's is a Metal Gear premise. It's a Metal Gear. And, and I was saying this to, I think, AJ, like, if you didn't know Kojima wasn't involved, this is going to sound sacrilegious, but you could totally look at this as something being kojima like 100 percent. because because the game starts out with you on mother base original mother base which we saw get destroyed at the end of metal gear solid 5 ground zeros where big the real big boss escapes with uh kaz miller and it's going up in flames and metal gear survive goes back to that point where it's up in flames everything's blown up everybody's dying big boss escapes you are the reason big boss escapes which i loved you kill the person that was aiming an rpg at big boss's helicopter 
and Big Boss gets away, and then your character is just, like, so left, like, sad and destroyed by not having his fearless leader anymore, his or hers, and it's so funny because it just reinforces that cult of personality, like, utter warship of Big Boss, which was amazing. But all the while, all the while, a wormhole opens and everybody gets sucked into another dimension where there's crystal-headed parasite zombie things. You forgot the part where you lose your arm because yeah, it's yeah, in you the wormhole when it closes. Your arm gets cut off by the wormhole like a uh, like punished snake loses his arm too. It's I was going to say so like, uh, like, what's her name? Like Elizabeth loses her finger in Bioshock. Sure, it does work like that, I guess, yeah. yeah. But yeah, so this wormhole opens, sucks all these pieces of Mother Base into this other dimension called Dite. Dite. Where, where there's this interdimensional parasite that apparently has shown up through history in the real world where it comes in and infects people and sprouts a, a crystal through your esophagus and blows up your head. And then you're a zombie, I guess. Sounds like a it sounds like a Kojima game. Sounds like a Metal Gear game. Yes. Right? Sounds like Metal Gear Solid Five. <laughs> sounds with sounds, all the parasites. Yeah, because those they were that was kind of in five. I don't I forget what they were. Absolutely. Yeah. Vocal cord parasites. Yes. How many times did you hear that phrase uttered by old Dene? Old Code old Talker. Dene. Yeah. Vocal cord parasites. <laughs> that was pretty good. That was yeah. That was spot on. So now, so now the vocal cord parasites aren't called that, but they do sprout red crystals from your vocal cords. <laughs> this this fucking game. So you're in Detay, and what are you doing in Detay? You're running around and you're killing sheep and you're drinking dirty water, and don't drink the dirty water, Nick. And you're hanging and you're hanging out with an AI supercomputer for some reason that is there and can fly around and it and it's a it's a split personality between a man and a woman it, it and is a split person like a split personality ai computer like all of that shit absolutely could have come from kojima's mind like based on what we have from the previous metal gear series like entries like it's all of that does kind of wrap into, like, this is a Metal Gear game. It just doesn't play like a Metal Gear game because it's not really stealthy. At it all. It is yeah. It is 100% an actual survival game where you're always starving and you're always dehydrated and you never have anything and it's very difficult. Like, it's... You know what, you know what know. this game has kind of uh, accomplished for me? It, what? It... It made me partially realize I might like survival games. Yeah, I, mean, I, I might, I might like, I might like them. Dude, Ark, Ark is cool. Ark was really cool, and I've really only played that and a hand, maybe one or two others. I guess Minecraft turned into a survival game yeah. after a point when I was still heavily involved. The, in it. the only thing that I, I'm a little down on with the whole survival thing is you, you get to a point where. You, you do have to manage like all your people too. Okay. Which I don't which is where I think I'm gonna lose a bit a little bit of my patience. This game is so much more similar to Metal Gear Solid Five than I ever expected. Oh, it's you're just you have a fob. You yeah, you are operating a forward operating base. You are you are 
supplying it, you are outfitting it with your gear. Uh, what are they called? Fucking I, I, workbench. Okay. Workbench. Uh barricade stuff like you're building up a base like you're you're actually going into an overview mode like a strategy game placing things around where you want them building walls because eventually it gets attacked i assume yes and you're also managing people like you have people that hang out out at your base and you assign them to tasks and it's weirdly like this strategy element of Metal Gear Solid Five, where you're managing Mother Base or your online forward operating base. Like, it's it's actually so close to Metal Gear Five. It's crazy. Other than other than it actually having like a story. Like, I don't think this game really has a story. You're further than me, but it's not good. I'm at least interested enough to see where it ends up. Wow. So that that's crazy. I'm I'm still dangling by the hook a little bit. I haven't fallen off completely. Like even even how Metal Gear 5 works where you're going back and forth from mother base to actual discrete missions in an open world. So you've brought this up plenty of times where 5 isn't really in quotes open world. It's like it drops you into a portion of the map and you can run wherever you want. But really, the only thing that's happening is this one location of the map, which is based on the mission that you're doing. And in Metal Gear Survive, you're in this big open map. You can go wherever you want. And it is an open world. It's like actually an open world. You can go and do whatever, find whatever. Is any of that interesting? Not really. But it it then just has this mission-based structure where it points you into a certain direction of the map you go there do this thing and you go back and the experience is seriously metal gear 5 like it's it's so weird and like nobody is actually recognizing that everybody's just shitting on it and that that's what bothers me it, i don't it frustrates me a little bit like i don't think it's a great game but if you take a step back and look at phantom pain this is what it was like almost to a t Minus without the survival having, elements. Yeah, yeah with, without having to eat and drink. Which, yeah, is frustrating, but it's totally manageable. Yeah, so and, it, and, you, and don't forget, you had to eat in, in Snake Eater. Like it, yeah, not, you did. Not Snake, like, e- Snake Eater was a survival game. Not, yeah. it's, it's not as prevalent as it is in Survive, but you did have to eat. You got injured in Snake Eater. You could get sick in Snake Eater, I'm pretty sure. And yeah, you had to eat. So like this is not far off from a normal from it's a metal really game. Really not that weird or crazy compared to previous parts of the series. I'm, and like I just I really wish critics would stop and like Oh yeah, Kojima's not involved. That sucks. Konami fuck Konami. They're terrible. They're an awful company. Kojima got Fucked over. Hey, let me apparently let me open and, up everyone's yeah, but, eyes for a minute. There are a lot of really shitty video game companies that you yeah, just don't all of them. that you just don't hear from. <laughs> all I of hear them about are shitty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And uh, these people are probably the same people playing Battlefront all the time. Yeah, yeah. So I like going all the way back to. I do feel bad playing the game for like that reason, just because it's known how bad Konami is, but. Ultimately, it's not really that different than a lot of other developers that get p- 
put under crunch. Yeah, look at remember that work like eighty hours a week just to get a game out the door. Like it. Remember that Amy know. Henning article she wrote a while ago about working in the video game industry about yeah. how sh- absolutely shitty it is. Yeah, it's... and you know, like this game was happening while Phantom Pain was being developed. It's not like it's not like it just came out of nowhere and it's not like it just sprung up out of nothing. It just Kojima just didn't have any involvement in it. Well, and now is that is that confirmed? Like what? have people has it come out and said like Kojima had nothing to do with this game? Well, I was just listening to I think it was Game Informer I was listening today. They they said he's only ever acknowledged it like one time in a tweet or something and just said it should have it should have mechs or something. I don't remember what his exact know, quote maybe, was, maybe but he's not allowed to talk about it. That could yeah, be part. Do you of know it. what? He could have easily been a consultant on it. He could have. He something. could have been the team lead at one point. Nah, for all we nah, know, I let's not go that far. He probably. I'm, wasn't I'm just the trying team to make lead. the point that you don't. We don't. We don't know. know. We don't know. Yeah, we don't know, and it doesn't matter. Like it doesn't really matter because again. It feels like a Metal Gear experience. That, and it's not like Kojima was the only person that worked on the Metal Gear games. My last... Of course. Yeah, of course. There's a huge team of people that have been involved in them, and everybody gives credit to Kojima. And yeah, that's the other thing that's a little annoying. Like, we're we're those people. We've loved Metal Gear forever, and he's a big factor in it, without a doubt. But there's a ton of other people involved, too, that don't get any credit. And... I just want everyone to also stop and think about the experience of Phantom Pain, where that game was incredible, but let's not forget that it had basically no story and had had only a handful of cutscenes or special missions where we sort of knew what was going on, but most of the time, it was nothing. Most of the time, we were just running from mission to mission, not knowing why we were doing what we were doing or why anything was happening, and it was still amazing. So, yeah. I think what we're trying to say is give Metal Gear Survive a chance. I don't think it deserves to just be totally blown off. Like, it's kind of... Like, what's kind of happening, I feel like. Now, I will go back to... I don't know that I love it, because... I have that I have that terrible dread of I feel like I'm just wasting time playing it. That's really funny you say that because I felt that that's like the one thing that is killing me playing this game. Is there I've yeah. I've had those moments where like I'm running around collecting shit, eating stuff, cooking things, building things. Where to I'm, what end? To, and just why? Yeah. But then I remember it's because I'm having fun doing it. Yeah. I guess like it <laughs> I don't really know how to explain that feeling. Like it's I do like that and I've liked survival games in the past, but I've I've purposely not played many of them because they are very similar. And I think it's just kind of cool to see where this is going. Like I have like this morbid curiosity about what it's going to end up as more than enjoying every piece of it. Like, you get to this point in this game, and I'm going to say this because maybe it'll entice people. It's not really a spoiler. But, like, you get to this point in this game where there's this giant fucking monster on the map. It's like a caterpillar. Massive, massive thing. And it comes out of nowhere. It just is there. Like, you're in the middle of a mission. You come out of a dungeon, which was like a horror dungeon. And 
you feel the ground shaking, and then the pe- your friends on the radio are like, "What? What is that?" And you look up, and there's just this enormous, bulbous, whatever shape sucking things up off of the map, and it's just like, "What? What?" I didn't even <laughs> like, see like I didn't even see the the head or the tail of it. Oh, I saw the head. I oh, saw yeah, the I head, and I saw the tail. No, I just saw like the yeah. middle portion, and I ran because I didn't know if it was going to kill me or what. I know. I was afraid. I, I was afraid because it was really close to where you emerged yeah. from, and and so like I was, I stopped and I looked at it, and I was, and you watch, you can see its like weird mouth, like eat something, like <laughs> you can see it like open and suck stuff in, and I, I'm assuming it's eating the wanderers, and. I, I was like, oh, shit, I got to get away from this thing. But as soon as you come out of that dungeon, you have to fight a bunch of shit. And it, it was really intense. Like, the thing we're not talking about with this game is because it's difficult, it's really intense. Like, you can really lose a lot of progress and get totally fucked over. That might feel unfair, but I sort of like it. Yeah, I, I agree. Like, there there were moments where I would start to get overwhelmed. And that, yeah. that like, adrenaline kicks in. Yeah. Where, you know, you're, like, blinded from every other side, and you just need to get out of that situation that you're in. Yeah. Yeah, like, it creates these scenarios where you are at a disadvantage, and you have to figure a way out. It, and I, I really like that. It it really it really tacks on to the whole survival element. Like, you, totally. you really feel like you need to survive in, yeah. in D-Day. <laughs> because... Because you could be in this situation where you're being overrun by wanderers, which are the crystal-headed, throwaway nothing enemies that look like nothing, but the minute one of them punches you, and there might if there's another one around, you're fucked. If there's a group, you're absolutely dead. And you're, you're worrying about all these things at the same time as you better have eaten recently, or you better have drank some water recently, or you better not be suffocating in the cloud of whatever smoke because like it i i like that i like that overwhelming sense of just i could fuck up at any second because i'm not managing all these systems you know what this game reminds me the most of which the entire time i play it it reminds me of state of decay like it to the t oh really to the t it all the systems are the same the management the survival aspects the finding survivors and caring for them, assigning them Maybe to I jobs. Maybe I should check out too. Yeah, yeah, like it. It is what this is. Like they are very similar games. Because I was like really against the whole zombie thing because zombies are lame, but the wanderers are lame as fuck in this. They're horrible. Yeah. Like they're the most uninteresting enemy maybe I've ever seen. <laughs> like it's just they're worthless. They're throwaway. Yeah, but you kill so many of them. Kill a lot. Yeah. And and you'll start like I've encountered two new enemies that weren't in the beta already. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, see I haven't seen anything new yet. Yeah, two two new things. So I just like I like that again, the survival aspect, like you really have to have your wits about you. And and games often fail at that. Like you could break a portion of a game and just not even think about what you're doing or you hit some point in the game where you're overleveled and nothing does any damage to you and it doesn't matter. Like, in survival games, and I know this is a really established genre at this point, but because we, we've played so little of them, when one does it right, it's, like, really obvious. It's, it's, it's cool. Like, there, there's something cool about this game. And I do find myself always wanting to play it. 
I, I just we, constantly want to see what else there is. That's yeah, the whole, yeah. Like, like again, back to the morbid. Cu- yeah. Sorry, you froze on me for a second, so I didn't know yeah. if I should stop talking or not. It's okay. Okay. Back to the morbid curiosity thing. I just want to know what they have in store. It could be nothing. Well, it's like not, e- but not I even know. from not even from like not even from like a a, a story perspective. Or oh no, like no. I just want to like, see enemies. E- well, even or even just like the minor things that like I'll be opening uh, one of the locked boxes throughout the world, and I'll get a schematic for something and be like. Oh shit! Yeah. I I can't wait to build that and use it. Yeah, like just seeing what I can build and what weapons. It's such a. I hate it's I hate rewarding. continuously saying it, but it is such a weird game and a weird feeling playing it. Yeah, but it but it is rewarding because that that's the key point of survival games is that you have to feel like you're making progress, and you totally feel like you're making progress in this game all the time. Hey, dare dare you say that it is paced well? It is. It is. It's it's hard, but yeah, I think it is paced well. Like I don't I don't agree with the decision to hold everything multiplayer behind progress in the single player. At the same time, because you share things between the two, it sort of has to be that way. And it's not I don't love that, but that's just what it is. Yeah, and once you get over that initial hump, that's you don't have to think about it again. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's Metal Gear Survive is I think, and I, I and I still feel dirty saying this, but I think it's worth checking out. Oh, I I don't I don't feel dirty at all saying that. Like, I don't regret buying it myself. No, but I, recommending I think it, it is totally to worth somebody. checking out. Doesn't mean you have to like it or play a ton of it, but I think yeah. it's at least worth trying and not just yeah. writing off because of the story behind it. Yeah. Yeah. If if this game was released in a vacuum under a different name, it might never have any. If if this recognition game, at all, if this but, game was released with Kojima's name attached to it as it is right now, I guarantee it would be scored differently. Me too. Which is me too. Which is very very unfortunate. That's so lame. Yeah, and that's really lame. And I know I was one of the people that was just a big hater leading up to it, but at the end of the day, playing the game itself, like it's it's fine. Like it's a fine game. So yeah, Metal Gear Survive. I'm still excited to play more of it. Me too. I want to play it. We should play it tonight. Yeah, we'll play, <laughs> play a little more of Survive. Yeah. I, uh, we're, we're a little into this one. I didn't realize how long we've been going. Um, I've been playing. I want to talk a little bit more about Kingdom Come, but we had like an entire episode on it, so I, I don't need to say much. Man, have I seen a lot of interesting posts across the industry about this game. Kingdom Come Deliverance is without a doubt worth playing like i will wholeheartedly recommend that game because it is very interesting it is definitely something unique and one of the best releases so far this year i know it's not even march yet but boy do i love playing that game the the time just melts away when i'm playing it and that that hasn't happened to me in a long time where i have this one goal or this one task that I'm trying to do, and it could be as basic as I need to get to this town, clean my clothes, eat some food, maybe play some dice at the local tavern. Did you figure that out, or, by the way, how to play dice? Because I feel like whenever I was over, it was like very Oh, yeah, weird. I totally know how to play it, and I love it. Really? 
yeah, it's awesome. It's an awesome little mini game. It's a real game. I mean, that that way of playing dice, I think, is a real game. We should play dice sometime. Okay. Okay. But yeah, like it, the the mundane aspects of Kingdom Come are so appealing to me. Like you could be doing this huge branching quest of, of the main story, which is about some really weird conspiracy to overthrow the current king of the Holy Roman Empire. You could be in the middle of that, but because of needing to travel a certain distance, it might be nighttime and you might be tired and you might be hungry. So let's stop off at this town that I happen to be in and take care of my shit. Like take care of my personal well-being. Like it works. It just fucking works and it's so so cool. Also, it it seemingly is running better. Like I don't I I didn't notice any patches. I haven't seen any talk about patches, but when when I was last playing it last week, like the texture loading was a disaster. Like people wouldn't have heads sometimes. <laughs> like there's still there's still plenty of issues. Like people are clipping through each other all the time. But like and there and there's a lot of loading. But it just seems to be working better. And it hasn't locked up on me again and I haven't had a problem with saving. Like I totally know how to save. And again, that goes back to planning your day. Like I need to get to this point. It's this time of the day. I can get this much done in this this period of daylight. And then I need to go take a nap. And I need to rent a bed at the local inn. And while I'm there, I'll get drunk and <laughs> and like maybe talk to some people or play dice or find out what quests I can do while I'm in the area. Like it just feels like you're really living in this spot. And I just can't gush about it enough. It's it's so good. I haven't written it off completely, but I, I if I ever play it come the day, I, I I will wait until they get a bunch of patches out for it. Yeah, I mean, I really am curious what the console versions are like. Like, if any listeners are playing it, like, let us know. Feedback at 2v1podcast.com. Like, I, I, I am, am worried about the console versions, but I haven't really heard much about them. So I don't know, but seriously, like the saving thing is not an issue. It's, it's a non-issue. You just have to be careful. My biggest problem was I would like to pick up and play for a little bit. You can still do that. If, if you, if you want to play for like half an hour and you're done fast travel to an inn, rent a room and sleep for an hour and it'll save. So it's, it's not a big deal. I've seen a lot of people say that, uh, that Henry is the hero of our generation. Henry's awesome. He's so awesome. Like I got he's so not awesome. That's why he's awesome. Like I I'm at the point in the game where I and I think we talked about this last week where like I had just got all this armor and I felt like really good in combat and whatever. I'm at the point now where like I have money, I can take care of my shit. I can buy not whatever I want, but mostly whatever i want at any time i look good people when i when i when i'm in a conversation with people i'm always addressed as a knight now like larry mentioned last week where that was like a really big deal like that was a status thing everybody bows down to me now and it's really cool because it feels like 
you know, almost 30 hours into the game, I've come a long way from being the blacksmith's son. And so I have respect. I look badass. Are you married yet? I No, I do have a girlfriend. I, I think she's my girlfriend. The the relate <laughs> The relationship stuff is a little weird. You get, you kind of get forced into sleeping with women in a sort of gross way, like that is out of your control. And I've seen some write-ups about that too, and I sort of agree. Like, there was an amazing main story mission that just went fucking off the rails, where you're searching for people caught up in this conspiracy, and it leads to some local town's priest. And something's a little off about him. Like, you see him practicing sword fighting outside of the church. And you walk up to him, and you're like, why do you know how to wield a sword? And he was like, I was a traveling knight prior to, you know, being ordained. So, like, old habits die hard. I gotta stay up on my shit. You, you, you want to get information from him. He can't tell it to you because he's a priest, and the person had confided in him. And that goes against... Catholic religion and belief, if you tell the priest something, even if you say, I killed a million people, they are not supposed to tell anybody. That is a secret between them and God. And again, goes back to the whole religion thing. It's awesome. But he's like, you know what? I can't tell you shit. Let's go out. We'll have some drinks. Maybe we'll figure out some way to, you know, maybe I can help you some other way. You go out, have some drinks with this priest, a priest, a Catholic priest. Don't forget that. Thing, One thing leads to another. He's like, you know what? I'm having a really good time hanging out with you. Do you want to keep drinking? You can say yes or no. I said yes. <laughs> it turned into a night of getting fucking blasted with this priest. You get thrown out of the bar. You fight the local, like officers with the priest they're like you can't throw us out and he's like we're gonna fuck these guys up and you get into a fist fight with them then you go to the top of his church he's like meanwhile two women have joined you you go to the top of his church he's like let's ring the bell fuck everybody it's like two <laughs> it's like two in the morning and you're ringing this loud ass bell waking up the entire town and then you go into Let's bang these chicks with a Catholic priest. <laughs> what, what is this game? What? Okay, wait. It gets better. It gets better. So all this, you have a hor- you have a, not a horrible, an amazing night out on the town, I guess. You wake up the next day. Both you and this guy are hungover as shit. It's, he has to give service the next day. And he's like, I can't. I can't do this. <laughs> I'm so hungover. I can't do this. He he does the most basic portion of the service, and he's like, can you, Henry, give the sermon for me? And if you do, and if it's a, and if it works, if you if you s- convince the people of the words you're saying, like praise be to Jesus Christ, I'll tell you what you need to know. And you have to give the sermon drunk, <laughs> and you get. And you have you have speech penalties because you're drunk, and you have to make choices while giving this sermon of like what to say next. And you're giving it to this group of people, and you get like little speech checks, like oh that worked or that didn't work. It was so cool, like it was so cool, and it was just like 
completely unexpected. And and I could have and I could have said no to that and missed all of that fun. And I and I don't know what the story would have been from that point on. So like long like all all of that Kingdom Come is an Elder Scrolls game with an actually well-done quest system where it branches, it goes places you don't expect. This the quests that you're doing aren't just fetch quests like it involves fetching things, killing things, talking to people in like a nice rotation of like you don't get bored. Like you don't get bored. Like things just happen constantly that are interesting. And it's God, this game is fucking awesome. And that's I, like I think that's why they chose not to have a, a save anywhere system. It's yeah, because they don't, they don't want you save scumming through that stuff. Yes. Which I totally that is why I, they did I that. absolutely understand that. I think it's a good reason to do it. Me too. Yeah, me too. It's it's really cool. Like you have to live with your your decisions. And and today, like today, I, I, I'm saying I feel like a badass. I have all this shit. I have good equipment. I'm I'm basically impervious to sword swings at this point. I got surrounded by a group of four guys that wanted information out of me. The conversation didn't go well, and they beat the shit out of me. Like they weren't gonna kill me. There was no swords. And what's cool is the game in those situations, like, I feel like it should let you pull out your sword if you want. It would not let me equip a sword. I had to fight them, and they fucking kicked my ass. And, like, it was like a nice wake-up call that I am nowhere. I am nothing. Anything can happen. And Did they take your shit, or they just beat you up? No, I ran away. Uh, I ran away. I got away. So, I, so I wonder started. if they would have, like, gotten you down if they would have stripped you. You probably, you probably would just die and it would load again. I, I think that's what would happen, I mean, it, but I, I could be wrong. It, it, they, it is, they could take you prisoner It is or still something. a video game, so. It is a video game, yeah. yeah. But, but again, I don't know. It could have, they could have taken me prisoner. They could have stolen my stuff or whatever. I don't know. But Kingdom Come, definitely worth playing, like. The RPG to be playing right now in 2018. You know who I sure. feel like would really like this game? Just from... No I mean, not, no real explanation behind this or anything, but I feel like Alex would really like this game. I do too. I've been meaning, I've been meaning to like let him know a little bit more about it because it, it really is an Elder Scrolls experience. Like it's, it just doesn't have magic. <laughs> yeah. it, it's, it's the Witcher's quest quality for the most part in an Elder Scrolls game. So now here's a question for you. Yeah. Come the end of this game, if this story gets to the point where, and I don't know anything about it, if Henry dies at the end, I'm gonna be real. Are you sad. gonna shed a tear? I don't think I'll cry. You don't think so? No. The there is some stuff like I, I mentioned, like you kind of just get into scenarios where you're sleeping with people, and it sort of takes that away from you crafting Henry as a person. But some of the conversations are like real bad, like. Overall, the structure of quests is good and like what they're trying to do, and most interactions with people are written well. But other times, it's just like Henry doesn't, you don't have choices that you think Henry should say. Like, it feels unnatural sometimes. Hmm. And he just comes off as a total idiot, or he comes off completely tone deaf. Like, he, does, he, like he didn't hear do what you, the person just said to him. Do you think if your speech was higher up, they might give you no. different options? No. No, I don't think so. I mean, maybe, but I don't think so. Like, there, there's one thing that I wasn't sure of when Larry and I were playing is when you're drunk, I think your dialogue is different. 
because Henry's like swaying around when when the camera points to him, and he comes off as a little bit more like cocky because he's drunk, you know. But I I don't I don't think your speech skill really determines much of anything other than an actual like check like my stat is higher than yours. Sure. Yeah. The uh the entire time you were telling the the story of that quest with the Catholic priest and like ringing the bell on the tower. Yeah. The entire time I was thinking to myself like, wonder if this is how life was during that time period. Okay, so I think it captures the fact that there's no electricity or no fast means of communication fucking perfectly because people just don't know what's happening. Like the whole, the whole sermon that I gave was bullshit. Like it was, it was based on, we lied. We completely lied to the (laughs) congregation. Like uh, the premise of me giving that sermon was based on some other priest in Prague, like the capital city that you don't go to, I don't think, ever. But it was based on word of mouth of what this progressive priest was doing in Prague. So you're 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 basing your sermon off of things you heard through the grapevine, and no one can call you on your shit because they have like ten pieces of gold to rub together for a month. They're not going to Prague. They're not experiencing these people. They don't know how to read. They don't know anything, and you can say anything to them. They could just Google it. Y- you're right. Yeah. yeah, you're right. That but ruins everything. Like it, it really does feel isolated. Like nobody knows shit. Nobody knows anything outside of their immediate vicinity of their little lives, and that's really cool and super apparent and done very well. You're making me want another, to play this game more. I had another example, and I already forget. Like, I was just about to say it. God damn it. But, yeah. It's awesome. People, oh, people within the own, their own village. Like, they don't, you might be looking for a person. And they just know a little bit about them. They don't know where they go, or what they do, or who they hang out with. Because they avoid them. And they can't just, like, Google them or look them up on Facebook or whatever. Like, it's it's such a weird comparison, like, hundreds of years later, you know? But it's just, it's just really sweet how small everything feels. Like, these are small towns where there might be a single shop in a town. And that's it. It's like... That's it. That's all they have. It's like Montana or something or, like, Nebraska. Yeah. We could we could make really shitty American Midwest jokes. I think. Yeah, yeah. I I would joke about it, but I would actually not mind living in the Midwest. That's all. Yeah, I mean, it just feels it feels, real. It feels real. Like it feels like it could be this way. What is the point of leveling up your drinking skill? I remember seeing that when I was over. You can get you can get benefits from it. So like if you're drunk and you fight, like you have a stat boost, or if you're not drunk, you have a stat penalty, like if you choose that perk. Like yeah, like there's things like that. Like there there's definitely very specific maximize this one thing for this character. Like it's not it's not a game where you're going to be a man of every trade. Like you have to pick certain things, which is awesome. Like when RPGs force you into things like that, I love it. Like I want to be, I want to be able to do everything too. I like when games do that, but like whenever you have to really 
focus what you're good at. You have to think really hard and you have to really take advantage of what you have benefits from. I did see one thing. They are adding our respec potions or respec yeah. drinks or however they phrase yeah, it. Yeah, and, you know, modern video game. And that's it, fine. It should, yeah. it should have that. Yeah. Yeah. Kingdom Come, really fucking cool. Uh, and while we're on it, we want. I have a clarification from last week. Oh, yeah, from, this, is, uh, this is fun. This is really funny, and I think he is correct. Uh, Harry wrote in and said, uh, Hey, guys, I haven't played Kingdom Come yet, but just listen to this week's podcast. It sounded like British voices based on Larry's impressions. Dear is a British way of saying something is expensive. And the thing that we loved last week was booze is dear, as if, like, it's really important and life-saving. Going back to that interaction where we first heard booze is dear, the dude was down on his luck. We were going there to shake him down for money. I think that's probably what dear means. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure we were wrong. I think we interpreted that wrong, and that's hilarious. And Harry, thank you. You did not ruin the game. It's still, that's like really good insight. And uh, we're just stupid Americans over here with like one meaning of a word. But that's probably the intent. Like, we're going there. We want your money. We know your shit's hard. And we know you're really like, you only want to spend money on alcohol. I think it probably means both. But yeah, that was good. Thank you for the, thank you for the correction, Harry. I remember I, read his email and just kind of like chuckled to myself. Cause I thought yeah. It, was it made funny. me laugh. Yeah. yeah. It made me laugh. Like that was, re- that's real good. So we all learned something today, but uh, booze is dear. Booze is still dear. Like for sure. But unless you're drinking PBR, it's not, it's not so dear. That's not dear. If, if you have any other corrections for us, listener, you can write into us feedback at TV one podcast.com. But yeah, kingdom come. Hmm. I could, we said last week, I, I could just go on and on and on about that game. It's it's excellent. I, I, so. I'm looking forward to the point where you do the uh, the one side quest I read about with uh, tripping and bestiality. Oh, yeah, I didn't I didn't do that yet. Yeah. yeah. See how that goes for you. Yeah. Been playing anything else? Uh, not probably worth talking about still. I was just playing Celeste before this, but... Um, it's kind of it's kind of it. Glad you're still playing that. Yeah, I'm, I'm chipping away at it. Yeah. yeah, I played a bit of Fortnite since I added that 60 frames update, which is cool. I want to see that. It's considerably notice. It's what am I trying to say here? Considerably, considerably noticeable. noticeable. Is that that is that sound right? Is that okay to say? I think noticeable alone means you're taking notice of it. Like it's not. There's no. There's no. But is there not a degree of noticeability? I don't think so. There has to be a degree of noticeability. (laughs) Maybe there's a podcast name for you. Degree of noticeability is noticeability a word? I just said it, so it has to be. Okay, so it's it's uh, Merriam-Webster. Are you listening? Is that a person? Is it a person? I'm not sure. It's probably two people. Who cares? I don't know what we're doing. It doesn't matter. Anyways, it's. It's a, a very welcome update because it, it feels much better and looks I for I always forget how much sixty frames impacts how a game does look. Yeah. Like that's not that's yeah, not like, really something I've ever really considered. You just learned that with Shadow, Shadow of the, the Colossus. Colossus. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm still playing that too. I'm just taking my time. Yeah. 
What? I'm gonna read the uh, book that uh, I, I mentioned it before. There's a there's a series of books about specific games uh, from Boss Fight Books is the publisher. Um, I read the Spelunky one. The Spelunky one is amazing. It's written by the creator Derek Yu. I I just ordered the Shadow of the Colossus one because huh. it's written. Each chapter is based around look each Colossus, and it's supposed to be real good. Wait, is so. it like is it fiction? No, it's about the game develop. It's okay. it's about developing the game. It's not by anybody involved with the game. It's it's a journalist, Nick Sutner, I think. Where does he work? IGN. I, I can't remember. What, what, what he did he did stuff with Celeste though too. He was like a consultant on Celeste. Um, what other games are there with? Those? Oh man, there's a bunch. Really, I don't know. There's a there's a Kingdom Hearts one. I can think of that one off the top of my head. But there there's a bunch of them. Boss fight books. Huh. But yeah, I'm I'm planning on reading that. I, I want to finish. I'm about to finish Shadow of the Colossus. I have like two left. Huh. So you gonna be playing anything new this week, or is it just more um, more of what's out? I don't remember. Is anything coming out this week? Uh, that's what I was just. I want to get to the fall. I want to play the fall. I don't know when I'm gonna get to that. That'll probably that'll probably be sooner rather than later, just because that'll be like short ish. Sure. Uh, but. No, I guess nothing else comes out until, like, mid-March. But I guess that's not far away. That's not that far away. Yeah. Like, uh, (laughs) the next, quote-unquote, big release just got announced this week. Burnout, the remaster. Yeah. That comes out March 16th. Yeah, some news. The Burnout Paradise is getting remastered, which people have been clamoring for for a long time. Burnout Paradise is a fantastic game. That That was an amazing experience. And I'm curious if it will be anything today. What sucks is its 60 frame mode is only on Xbox One X and PS4 Pro. Hmm. And PC, I guess. When it comes to PC, it'll probably be in 60 frames. But I'm really surprised by that. What? Like, Why? That's the... It's, oh. it's old. No, I'm yeah. saying, like, how is, how is OG Xbox One and PS4 not not getting that benefit? It's very strange. But... That's coming out with all the DLC that it had a lot of, actually. Like, it had a whole nother map, I think. I think, I think a reduced price, too, but I could be wrong. Oh, probably. I, I'm not yeah, sure on that. I would guess it's not 60 bucks, but maybe it is. Um, I never played yeah, it, that, so I'm... Uh, I think dude, I'd like I'm, to try it. You liked, you liked Forza Horizon. Lot, it's yeah. kind of It's like that, only... Have you ever played any Burnout? Uh, Burnout 2, way back on PS2. Okay, well, yeah. So like you, you, you know yeah. the whole it, crash into things sure. and slow motion. It, it's forty dollars. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. That's a that's a really cool game. It, so if if anybody missed that, absolutely worth playing. It it had a really cool online ca- uh, component too, where you can just run around. Which again, going back to like Forza Horizon is kind of a staple with these kind of racers now, where it's just always online and you can drop in and out of people's sessions. Burnout did that first. So it or not first. Test Drive Unlimited did that first, but Burnout Paradise did it really well. So cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I might I might pick it up. We'll see. Yeah, I I don't think I'll play it again, but it's just cool that it's happening. I've been looking at that Onrush game randomly a lot lately. That I don't Codemasters, oh. the Codemasters racing game. Yeah, it looks kind of cool. It, it it has like blur elements to it. And I really like blur. Like the the blur was sweet. Yeah, it ha- like it has those like map pickups and boosts. It it that could be a cool game. 
That's cool. Yeah. yeah, I didn't realize it was like Mario Kart. Yeah, yeah, it's super arcadey. Yeah, that's sweet. Yeah. It's a terrible name for a game, but on rush. On rush. Yeah, that's not good. One word. No. On rush. I don't. I don't like it either. And Codemasters, they they're dirt. Are they dirt? dirt? Okay. Yep. Yeah, so it'll probably be. It'll probably be pretty solid. Yeah. Though now here's something that I didn't realize because they keep saying MotorStorm developers, and did did they like shift over to Codemasters? Because I don't think MotorStorm was developed by Codemasters. I, know I thought nothing. About I thought that stuff. I thought the developer of MotorStorm went under like sort of recently, like within the last year. Because I remember that being news, but no idea. I don't. I don't know. Uh, while we're in news. We can we can hit some things real quick and then I think we need to end this episode. But remember remember System Shock was getting remastered. I, I do recall. I think it was Kickstarter, right? I think I think you played it here. I did. I remember because it. You played the demo because there was like a hard thing you had to figure out to do to progress, and you said to me, "I'm surprised. If, I'll be surprised if you figure it out." Was it finding the code? I, yeah, it was finding the code to get through a door. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, System Shock is a super, super old game, the original one, and System Shock 2, also super old, but fantastic and much more well-known. The people that made that went on to make Bioshock. But uh, yeah, System Shock was getting remade. It was a Kickstarter game for Night Dive, who is a publisher slash developer uh that was like that like revives old games. They 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 brought Turok and Turok 2 back, which uh I played Turok, what, like a year ago now? But, um, no, that was only like six months ago, actually. Anyway, System Shock's Kickstarter was pretty successful, and now it is on hiatus. Yeah. <laughs> the, they, were, they came out and said, this game is not coming out anytime soon. We kind of punched above our weight and tried. They tried getting publishers, and nobody bit, so they spent a lot of money not working on the game but trying to get more money which is understandable i mean that's not necessarily a bad thing that's what kickstarters kind of are anymore that's what bloodstained was now it's, it, it's but, not uh, canceled they did make the it's point not canceled. Say it's not canceled hiatus is the key word there where they they said we are going to finish this game it it will come out it's just unclear when so so I'm, yeah. I'm going to back up to Onrush real quick for a second. Okay. Two interesting tidbits of information about this game. Okay. One, Onrush is an actual word, which I did not know. I didn't know that either. Onrush means a, like surging forward, like a forward merge. Okay. Uh, okay. And two, Motorstorm was done by Evolution Studios, which yeah. Sony shut down, and then Codemasters immediately hired the, some of the people from Evolution for hey, this game. Hey, that was a pretty fucking good guess. Yes. Yeah. So, and it's being, uh, the project is being led by Paul Ruchinsky, who is the guy from Drive Club. So, I don't whatever, know any Whatever names. that's worth. Either way, there are yeah. some names behind that game, and it looks fun, so it could turn out to be something, something interesting. Yeah, yeah that would be cool. Um, man, I feel real good about that. Really? <laughs> I, I feel, I feel real good about I'd, that. I'd give you a head pat if I was. I, pe- I pieced that all together myself. Good job. But uh, yeah, we'll see. Um, I've been actually like thinking about getting back to Dirt Four because <laughs> I didn't play that game enough. But uh, the only other thing I wanted to mention 
uh, this week is the Xbox Gold games, which uh, one of them is very important and is a must-play if you own an Xbox, and that is Super Hot. So don't miss that. That's probably the first half of the month. Do we know that? I never pay attention to the dates. Yeah, I don't either. So watch out for Super Hot on Xbox it's One. A great game. Games with gold. And the other one is Trials of the Blood Dragon, which is... I, I, you explain it's it, a, Josh. It's a Trials game at heart, how it's played, but it has like a, a blood, Far Cry Blood Dragon kind of story and premise behind it, narrative. Just like goofy, over-the-top stuff. Yeah. And it was fun. Yeah. I actually really enjoyed that game. You liked yeah, it. I we did. talked it's, about it. And I, I, for a free game, you know, I think it's it's a good pickup. Yeah. Even if you weren't really super into the Trials games, like it's it, it was pretty funny, like the, the writing behind it. Yeah. Yeah. So look out for that. And uh, I think that's it. We don't know PlayStation Plus yet. No, PlayStation's because... always announced the last Wednesday of the month. Yep. So that'll be the yep. week. Yeah. But yeah, I think... Uh, I think that's probably going to do it this week. I, next week will be a surprise on what I'm playing. I don't. Really I uh, know I might I might jump into either Night in the Woods or Ruiner, which I both just picked. Yeah, up. I'm I'm curious about Ruiner. Yeah, yeah. Because it just I wanted to play that. turned me away. I wanted to play that whenever it came out in like September of last year. I thought it looked cool, but then I heard yeah. some mixed things. And I guess over time with updates, it's gotten a lot better, and it was on sale. So yeah, figured what the hell, give it a shot. Yeah, it's a twin stick game, and I typically like those. Yeah. Yeah. Is that Cyberpunk? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's uh that's gonna do it for this week. And uh thank you for listening as always, and uh thank you for writing in Harry once again. Anybody can write into us about anything, about you wanna ask us a question, wanna talk about something specific, feedback at two v one podcast dot com. And uh yeah, don't really have any announcements. You can find us on all social media at two v one podcast and um think that'll do it josh yeah that sounds sounds like it's an does, that, does that sound good i lost i lost track there for a second are you climaxing <laughs> is this the climax I don't know how to respond to this that. is the resolution such a, that word i don't know it means a whole lot <laughs> you know exactly what we're talking about Nick, i can't keep doing this okay bye, bye.